Howdy folks, I want to welcome you to another episode of Life Around the Fire. My name is David Hutari and I'll be your host today. We are a podcast that is devoted to spiritual growth. And when I'm talking about spiritual growth, I'm referring to growth in our relationship with God and in our relationships with one another. What I'd like to do again in this particular episode is really just speak straight from my heart, and there's a group of people that I want to address, and the group of people that I'm addressing that are going to be tuning in throughout the course of the next year or so are the people that have been kind of coming off the shelf. You've been either in a time where you have been in like a wilderness in your own personal life, or you have fallen flat on your face, and you have gotten involved in some things that you never dreamed you would be involved in that are wrong. And the things that you have done are the result of you either being hurt or things that you have just been drawn into and you have been caught off guard. What I want to say to you is this. It's very important. You're coming off the shelf. This interest that you now have, this renewed desire that you have inside of you is not something that you've just done because you're bored. You are being drawn by God to a relationship that is a renewed or a revived relationship. Something that was dead or at least very close to being dead, is being revived. And new life is being pumped into you, so to speak. And as a result of that, there are stirred up within you new desires and new cravings to advance in your relationship with God, and also to get things squared away with other people. Because you've done some really creepy things as a result of you living a life that has been less than who you are really designed to be. And that is really, really, really the point that I'm getting to in this. And that when we are being woken up, when we are in a process of waking up, one of the things that we can do is we can say within ourselves, I don't really deserve to be restored, or I could never be restored, that is a lie. The truth of the matter is, not only will you be restored 
to a place that you once knew, but you're going to be able to advance beyond that point. In fact, that is the point. We tend to diminish who we are spiritually when I'm talking about people in the Western Hemisphere. We in the West tend to downplay things spiritually and we tend to elevate things scientifically or intellectually. It's just the way it goes. Our culture is just that way. And so, oftentimes, we are taught even to downplay the spiritual side of things. Keep it quiet. Keep it private. It's something that we don't talk about. You know, your religion. Well, folks, I'm not talking about religion. And those of you who are listening, this message that I'm sharing with you is pertinent because it is more than just religion. It's relationship, right? You know it. If you've ever experienced real, live relationship with God, where you've been born again by His Spirit, where your eyes have been opened up, where you once saw things one way and now you see things or you've seen things a completely different way, that's the work of God. This drawing that's going on is a work of God. What we are experiencing right now in 2022 is an outpouring, the early stages of an outpouring of God's Spirit. Yes, a reviving, but also an outpouring so that we are able to advance beyond where we have ever gone before. What it takes, it takes a reviving. It takes us being awakened from where we once were when we had fallen. And I'm specifically speaking to those who have recently come out from that thing. I'm speaking from experience. In 2020, I was minding my own business being a drunk. I feel like a washed up preacher. Hurt, wounded, still licking my wounds from things that people had done to me, said about me, all that stuff. I was drinking heavily on my way to killing myself as a result of the amount of alcohol that I was consuming. I was up to a quart of vodka a day. I was smoking a lot of marijuana, smoking cigarettes like a smokestack, taking pills as often as I could get them. I was just trying to fill a void, but that void would never be filled. I was trying to put myself to sleep but there was still this flicker that was inside of me. And even though I didn't admit it, there was still a hope inside of me that maybe, just maybe, what I had once believed would be part of what I would be part of, that it would happen, that that outpouring of the Spirit would actually be real. In 2020, God intervened in my life and literally delivered me from the grips of being a washed-up drunk, infused me with his life, and within my own heart, I found a reviving of the passion that I once had for him, much to my surprise. Also, in my surprise, much to my pleasure, because I had missed that type of fellowship. And those of you who have experienced fellowship with the Lord, and then you have done something to curtail that, or it has been curtailed. It's been cut off for whatever reason, or it's felt like it's been cut off 
you know what I mean. There's nothing that can compare to the experience and experiences of relationship with God. Way more than a religion. Relationship. And that relationship, that outpouring of the Spirit that's happening right now across the nations is intended to sweep us up, to wake us up, and to bring us to a place where we accept who we are. We accept the fact that we not only belong to God, but that he's infused us with his life. And so we actually share life with him. We are a unique breed of people. There is no one else on the face of this earth like those who are born of the Spirit. We are a new creation. With that in mind, we also have different callings on our life different things that God has chosen us for to accomplish. And some of them are way beyond what you have imagined. And so when you have heard maybe in your own heart or in your own mind, the fact that some of these things might be possible, you've dismissed them because culturally we are taught to do that. And also we are at times consumed with the aspect of shame. Fear, guilt, and shame can keep us from accepting who we really are. Fear, guilt, and shame can prevent you from actually saying, I have been called and chosen by God to do, and then fill in the blanks. Sometimes we've had the notion that just us being in a place where we can have relationship with God is enough. In fact, it's more than what we could have ever dreamed for, except that's not God's plan. And I'm not talking about some, you know, smart person that has a plan for our life or some very strong individual that has some concerns for us and wants to help us. I'm talking about God, the creator of all things, visible and invisible, Lord of all, boss above bosses, the most high God, the God who exists even when we say in our own hearts, I don't believe in you. He is not intimidated by that. He just doesn't visit unbelief. In fact, he is looking to annihilate unbelief so that we can believe The good news, the good news that I have to deliver is this. You are being woken up because you are dearly, deeply loved. You're not an object of God's anger. The things that have come between you and God are objects of his wrath. You are an object of his love. Forgiveness is available. You need to ask for it. Once again, forgiveness is available. Jesus Christ shed his blood so that you and I can be forgiven of all sin. Not just some sin. He didn't shed just some of his blood. He paid for all of you. He 
paid for all of the sins that you have done and sins that you're doing and sins that you're going to do. It doesn't give us a license to continue. It just gives us the reality that we can be cleansed from it and free from it so that we can fulfill the high calling of God on our lives. For us to accept that high calling is actually an act of worship. For us to deny that high calling is not an act of humility. It's an act of foolishness. And it's actually a design to keep us from functioning at the highest level that we've been created to function in. Our lives are not our own. We have been purchased, we've been bought by precious blood. The most precious blood, perfect blood, sinless blood, the blood of a man, the blood of a man who committed no sin, the blood of a man who is full of love for you, the blood of a man who paid the price so that you can be free, the blood of a man who paid the price so that your eyes can be opened so that you can see the kingdom of heaven and you can be a citizen in the kingdom of heaven. You can have relationship with God that's real. You can have relationship with one another that's actually healthy. You can have relationship with each other that's actually compared to that relationship that Jesus had with the Father. That's the prayer of Jesus, and that prayer is going to be answered. And we are living in the days in which things like that are unfolding on a larger scale than they ever have been before. Praise the Lord. So, the message is this. You are called and chosen. You have been pulled off the shelf for a reason. You are one who has received a high calling from God. And it is important that you accept that and you begin to follow the Lord in these two primary areas to begin with. Worship and obedience. To worship God. To offer to Him your life in a pure, real way, your body, your mind, your spirit, everything is in adoration to him and it's an honor to him. It's worship. He alone is worthy of your worship, of my worship, of our worship. It's the highest call that we have. It's the most eternal thing that we will ever do and that is worship. The other is obedience. It comes right on the foothills of worship. We obey the words that come to us from God that require obedience. Not everything that God says to us requires obedience, but the things that do come to us that are commands or directives, obey. Understanding can wait. Obedience can't. Understanding can wait obedience can't. And being able to obey God when he speaks to us is so very important because it's a demonstration of the fact that he is our Lord. Not everyone who says the words, Lord, Lord, has Jesus as boss. It's those who do what he says for us to do that proves whether or not he is our boss. Even in the small things, or I would say especially in the small things. Obeying the Lord in the small things is as important 
as one laying down their life for the Lord. Living for him is equally important as dying for him, and sometimes more important. Understanding can wait. Obedience is a now word. I've looked deep into my own heart before I even expressed a word of this because it's so easy to tell people what to do. It's another thing to live out what other people are being told to do first. I've checked myself to see if I'm walking the talk. I am walking the talk. The things that I'm saying to you, I'm living out, and I know that they are true because they are proven to be true in my life. I'm thankful that God, in his mercy, his wisdom, and his love, pulled me off the shelf. And if God can take a broken-down drunk and turn him into a person that has a prophetic insight into the flow of his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven, praise God. He can do that for you and then some. God takes the foolish things of the world and sometimes uses it to confound the wise, the weak things, the things that are weak, to confound those who are strong in their own eyes, you know? People that are just strong in their own ways. He takes people that seemingly are weak and demonstrates his strength so that all praise and glory are offered to him. If anyone's going to boast, let them boast in the Lord. Amen, folks. Let's pray. Father, you alone are worthy. <laughs> Jesus, you above all, above all who've ever lived on this planet, you, God, the Son, are worthy of our worship. Spirit of God, thank you so much for demonstrating the life of Jesus, for being here with us as God right now, giving us insight, giving us power, giving us authority, giving us the life of Jesus so that we can live that life on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, thank you that this is a reality that's becoming more and more a reality, that the things that we look at are becoming less and less, and the things that we can't see are becoming clearer and clearer. Lord, we say, kingdom of God, come. Will of God be done on earth as it is in heaven. Father, we honor your name. We glorify you. And we stand here as Jesus stood here in his name. And we declare these things. Amen. 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 All right, folks. I love you. If you have any thoughts, questions, concerns, please feel free to drop us a line at lifearoundthefire at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We'll get back in touch with you. In the meantime, adios, amigos.